Our today's topic is Neolithic Age, Society, Culture and Religious Beliefs. The Neolithic introduced the Neolithic Revolution or Neolithic Package comprising a progression of behavioral and cultural characteristics and changes above all the introduction of farming and use of domesticated animals. The term Neolithic is modern but uses the Greek Neos or New and Lithos or Stone literally meaning New Stone Age. The term was coined by Sir John Lubbock in 1865 as a refinement of the three-age system. The Neolithic period is the final division of the Stone Age with a wide-ranging set of developments that appear to have arisen independently in several parts of the world. It is incorrect to assume that hunting and food gathering were abundant in the Neolithic period as soon as plants and animals were domesticated and the shift to agriculture had taken place. Even after the cultivation of plants had been introduced, a sort of mixed economy prevailed for a while that is food production, hunting, foraging. However, over a period of time, certain plants like cereal-like wheat and barley responded very well to the effort that was put into cultivating them. Concentrating on a few chosen plants meant that other plants were neglected and no longer grew in abundance. Foraging was no longer available as an option because wild plants had been excluded. Once this option was closed, it was even more necessary that the success of agriculture be ensured. Sedentism helped in this process by bringing several groups in close contact with each other on semi-permanent or permanent basis and promoting cooperation among these groups thereby reinforcing food production. Even in the upper Paleolithic hunter-gatherer bands no longer lived in complete isolation. There was also some exchange between groups, especially exchange of articles required for ritual. Some rituals too were performed in common, yet hunter-gatherer groups did not come together for extended periods of time. When social groups live together in large numbers for a long time, they need some mechanism to resolve disputes. Upper Paleolithic hunter-gatherers did not have such mechanism. It is only as people started settling down on a semi-permanent basis in the post-Pleistocene that they developed mechanisms for resolving conflicts. As Barbara Bender notes, the problem of sedentism is not so much a question of population as of finding solutions to problems of living together.
this give rise to structures of authority as well as rules for social interaction to begin with authority was linked to the performance of rituals this authority and the status that went with it would not have meant much in terms of access of food but it would have provided an opportunity to have access to objects like ornaments or some articles connected with rituals cooperation among groups which had settled down at one place and emergence of some persons who had authority speeded up the transition to agriculture in fact these social changes might themselves have been the catalyst for the shift to foods production the archaeological evidence from several early neolithic sites in west asia points towards an efficient social organization there was a great deal of exchange involving sea shells and obsidian obsidian was a type of stone that was much sought after since it was easy to work on for the purpose of making tools Cattle Huyuk in Anatolia was involved in the exchange of obsidian on a fairly large scale. This was helped by the emergence of persons who could organize the exchange. The graves at Cattle Huyuk show that some persons were buried along with objects. The evidence from Jericho is even more significant. There was a large defensive wall at this site which could only have been constructed if the labor of the people living at Jericho was pulled together. This called for some organizing skills to plan and coordinate this activity. Further, the Neolithic settlement of Jericho was quite densely populated from an early date. As population grew, a large area around the oasis of Jericho came under cultivation. Channels were dug to carry water to the outlying fields. Kathleen Martinez has pointed out that there must have been some social mechanism to make arrangement for planning the channels and distributing water equitably. On the whole control over the means of production as well the produce remained collective in the early neolithic bands were now replaced by clans as the main social unit there were extended families which comprised members who had kinship ties relationships were more strictly defined and rules for mating or marriage were specified the clan evolved into an exogamous unit one had to marry outside one's own unit marriage within the clan was prohibited as those who were members of the clan were related by blood the exogamous clan served a useful purpose in developing cooperation between different groups cooperation between groups could become more stable 
if there were relationships of exchange among them. Part of this exchange was the nature of gifts. Gifts were given to and received from groups with which cooperation was desired. Apart from objects, the exchange of marriage partners too became a way of strengthening ties of cooperation. Descent within the clan was determined on the mother's side, so it was matrilineal clan. Women were intimately connected with gathering of plants in the Paleolithic. This placed them in a central position when the cultivation of plants began. Religious beliefs and rituals too became more elaborate. In many of the early Neolithic settlements, clay and plaster figures have been found. A large number of these figures depict women. At times, pregnant women are shown. The figures of women were connected with rituals which were meant to promote fertility of women as well as the soil. These developed into mother goddess cults which are so characteristic of agrarian societies. At Jericho, apart from figurines of women, an interesting discovery is that of skulls which were carefully placed in dwelling places. These skulls have a coating of clay and their eye sockets are inset with shells. Kenyon says that they were part of a cult of skulls. This cult could be some from ancestor worship. At Katalhuyuk, there is clear evidence of the prevalence of bull cult. Bulls were worshipped and or sacrificed and a large number of shrines of this cult have survived. This cult too was connected with fertility rituals. Anatolia and the eastern Mediterranean region remained the home of bull cults for a long time. So this is the end of our today's discussion. For more information, feel free to mail us.